Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Thank you, my darling, and welcome, my listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am joined by my dear friend, Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And uh, we are in a series to help people who either themselves or members of their family have been through divorce, uh, are in a step family uh, relationship, have step kids, um, maybe even trying to raise kids alone. Yes, uh, this family system is like a hologram that's living and dynamic. This thing keeps shifting and changing shape and, and every time you look at it, it's different. And uh, this is why programs <clears throat> this is like this is why programs like this are necessary. And we're one of the few, if not the only program, probably in the United States doing a specific program to single parents and step families because yeah. of the need is so huge mostly. Yeah. And you know, we may be the only program in America that's got as its two Bible teachers, guys that have been divorced. Right. Both our, <laughs> our parents were divorced and then we're divorced. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of an odd thing. You, you know? don't hear that very often in Christian no. radio, but you know what? That's the reality often in the Christian world. Well, it is. And it's increasing, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, Don, what do we got today? Yeah, let's start off with a story. Um, the uh, Let's talk about a woman I'll call Elaine and uh, her husband I'll call Michael. Elaine and Michael. Um, they both have children from a previous marriage. They're in a blending family right now. Elaine has a couple kids and Michael has a couple kids from previous relationships. They're both divorced. And let me tell you briefly Elaine's story of her family first marriage, um, they just, according to Elaine, they just drifted apart. Uh -huh. um, they just got busy on other things and one thing led to another and they just, they, their, their marriage failed. Uh, for Michael's situation, his wife left him. And so Elaine, looking back, is wounded because she believes she could have rescued her marriage or they could have if they really thought about it and worked on it, but they just didn't. Um, they fell out of love, they're claiming. And Michael's situation is he's very disappointed because he feels that he's responsible for his wife leaving because he didn't really properly care for her and serve her like he felt he should. Now, that's their perspectives. Whether right or not, that's what they are. Okay. All right, Mosley, here's the situation is they are now married. They're in a blending family. And boy, do they want to now fight for their marriage. Uh-huh. They let they both lost a marriage, Mosley. Uh -huh. And they went through the 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 guilt and the shame and and all that. They're both Christians. They what they want to do is they they found one another. They found one another in a church. They fell in love and they want this marriage centered on Christ. Right, and they and they're very sensitive to their past failures and errors. In fact, they they frequently talk about what each one of them did wrong in prior relationships that they might not 
fall into those same holes again in this new relationship. So they're really uh, wanting to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to lose this marriage. And so their care for one another is they're very sensitized to their care for one another and very sensitized to how this relationship is going. Okay, sounds good, right? Does sound good. All right. But there is an inherent problem with this, Mosley. Yes, I I, I can see it coming, but I'm going to let you tell us what it is. All right. But I I also (laughs) want to challenge the listening audience. If you have listened to our previous programs, are you starting to sense a potential problem? Because there is a huge potential problem coming up, and it's rearing its head more and more. In fact, Mosley, the pros, the pastors, the counselors, wouldn't they all say to Elaine and Michael, continue, yes, prioritize this relationship, remain sensitive, don't fall into the pitfalls that you had in the past, be careful. Own up to what you did in the past and watch carefully over your relationship. Wouldn't anybody say that? You would think they would. Well, they do. <laughs> and, uh, and particularly, Elaine and Michael are very sensitive to this. But here is the difficulty. And I'm going to give the listening audience a hint if they've heard past programs. We've talked about, we've talked about three key programs, three concepts, three principles in order to build healthy uh, blending families, step families, how to build healthy families. Three key principles. Number one, we call zero neglect. Right. Meaning zero neglect to all family members. That the question is not what is more important, the marriage or the children. That's the wrong question they ask. The question is, is uh, are none of our children being neglected? Right. And here's how you can understand that, which is more important, the marriage of the children, why that's a wrong question to ask. Yes. Just as if someone asked you, well, which of your children do you love most? You You would never, I believe, pick one. You would always say, well... I love them all, and they're all different, but I, and they're all wonderful children. Taking the biblical example of the body, um, what is more important, your right arm or your left arm? What right. is more important, uh, mm-hmm. one shoulder or the other shoulder? You know, That's not the question to ask. No. The question is, is how do we care for all the members of our body? Mm-hmm. How do we care for all the members of our family? And the reason you, you don't want to ask the question, what's more important, the marriage or the children, is because if you answer that question— and put them in some kind of order, the lower order thing begins to suffer want. Yes. The second principle we've talked about, and we'll title it bank, uh, um, emotional bank accounts. I like this. Uh, emotional bank accounts are where we look at and we envision each member of the family, including our children's other family members on the other side. Uh, these individuals are all like bank accounts with emotional capital in it. And we look at each individual member of the family to see where is that emotional level, emotional capital, and that this emotional capital depletes over time. And so we want to keep filling. We want to keep making deposits into all the members of the family. Yeah. And so we want to look at that. So that's another principle we talked about. And that's such a great principle because what that does is instead of just being an observer, of maybe your stepson spiraling down to destruction and then trying to bring the family with him down. You look at your stepson and say, 
how can I add to his emotional bank account? How can I bless him? How can I make him happier, wholer, healthier? Yeah, that's one thing we can do. We can control ourselves. And yeah. so what can I do yeah. to bring in emotional capital into all members, uh, emphasis on all, Yeah. all members of the family? Right. The third hint to the listening audience of why Elaine and Michael might be heading down a, a, a difficult path is the, is the program that we worked on um, entitled Individual Attention, meaning the biological connections must have individual attention. And in the midst of zero neglect, in the midst of overseeing all emotional capital, we've got to make sure that our relationship with our biological children are intact and whole and healthy and going well. There's living water going between them. Now, yes, you want living water and all of that to happen to all members, but you must have, make sure that you have, no matter what happens, individual attention with those whom you are bound with. And you're bound with a wife or husband, You are if you're married in a blending family, and you are certainly bound with your children. Now, that requires individual attention. Yes, you have individual attention with uh, stepkids, all that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. But absolutely with their with your biological connection. So picture a family, um, in this case, Elaine with two kids, Michael with two kids. During the month sometime, Elaine wants to be sure she spends some individual time with each one of her children. And not, Michael, and not Michael bringing and Michael along. And not bringing Michael, just individual yeah, time. Just, just her and her children. Yeah. Which, which is sometimes difficult because, you know, Michael may be thinking, why, why, why can't I come? Uh, how come she and I aren't doing this for the kids? And, and you know, they're trying to live the. They're actually trying to live the nuclear uh, pre-divorce style marriage. Yes. Where both parents have have been married. These are their children. Each are the bio parents. But this is not the situation in a blended family. Well, not only are they they trying to live the first marriage model. But they're sensitized to the failure of that first marriage model. So therefore, their emphasis is more so on making Uh their marriage work. You see this? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is the tendency in this, Mosley, the tendency is the neglect on the children, the children's bank accounts low, that there's a lack of individual attention with Elaine and Michael's emphasis on their marriage. Isn't it interesting that the very qualities that they're very sensitive and building will start causing breakdown in their blending family? Yeah, Isn't that is. interesting? Yes, it is, because as they as Michael focuses on Elaine and Elaine focuses on Michael and they begin to neglect their own bio kids, then the damage begins. The the children the children react negatively. Now and, um, and just for a minute, just think how terrible that is. Now Elaine ki- Elaine's kids are going to start feeling like Michael's the enemy. He's a problem. Yeah, mom, I don't like him. Oh yeah. boy, you don't want to hear that from your children. Yeah, about mom, your why don't you and I just go out together alone, yeah. mom? Come on, mom, you know, why we don't you, need him. Why'd you marry him? Yeah, and then Michael's he, he, kids. He, they look at him as a threat to their. Own and he is. And he is. He is. He is a threat to the bio. But in, but in the midst of such wonderful motivation. Yeah. The motivation is I love Elaine. I love my marriage. I, 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 I failed my first wife. She left me because I was not properly serving her. Therefore, I want to be 
sensitive to that and in doing so creates a problem yes yeah it's out of balance well elaine will will see michael's if, if michael spends extra time with his kids elaine's going oh my gosh this is what happened in my first marriage we just drifted apart michael's oh, building life building his life around his children yeah. and not me oh, we're drifting gosh. apart again and her heart is broken mostly yeah. i mean we have compassion on elaine we're not saying all you elaines who are trying to save your marriages I mean, is that wrong? No, it's not wrong, but but it's out of balance. And what we what we that's why the critical teaching that we're doing here. Yeah, Elaine and Michael are going to try and do something good, but they're going to do it without the proper knowledge, without the proper training, and therefore, without getting the result they they want. That's right. Michael will look at Elaine, if if Elaine spends extra time with her with her kids, it bothers Michael because. Um, he's very sensitive. Uh, he's saying, well, I'm not serving her right. I've, I've got to spend more time with her. She's spending time with the kids, and that's what happened to my first marriage is I didn't serve her right, and she she left me. And you know what? She, you know what he's saying, too, the most damaging thing he's saying? I think she's getting ready to leave. Yes, that's right. This thing's going into failure. I've seen this before. My first wife, when uh, we weren't getting along, just spend her time with our children, and then one day she was gone. She was gone. And that's what's going to happen here. If I don't stop it, if I don't demand that, that Elaine stop this. That's right. And spend time with me. Yeah. And we spend time together and prioritize so we feel that we're not losing one another. So what's the problem? The problem is neglect to the children. The, the, the tendency of the problem, Mosley, is neglect to the children. It's the low bank accounts. It's the lack of individual attention. Yeah. And we need to rethink this. Now, the solution is very simple. The parents will want to sit down and have a conversation. Mosley, they want to have a conversation with these three principles. They want to lay out the wording, zero neglect, on yeah. a sheet of paper. On a sheet of paper, write down emotional bank accounts. Every kid has, a, everybody in the family yeah. has an emotional bank mm -hmm. account. They want to write down individual attention. And then they want to say, how do we solve these three issues? How do we do this? And as they're talking, they'll realize, well, you know, we're too sensitive on this. We need to do individual attention. Are we doing it? No. Do I like, Elaine would say, do I like you, Michael, doing individual attention with your kids? She's saying no, because I feel that, you know, you're building a life outside of me. And, but nevertheless, they will agree, we need to do this. You have to do it if you're gonna have a, a surviving marriage. And you know, um, it's very hard. And it takes, actually, it takes faith. And it takes words of assurance. So if Michael will start to say to Elaine, you know, this is gonna be, we're gonna do this, but you need to know I'm never leaving. I love you. I'm gonna serve you. And if Elaine is gonna say to Michael, Michael, I'm never gonna leave you like she did. But we're gonna do this for our children. We're gonna have an even better marriage. It takes words like that yes. and a faith because if you look around, it feels like things are falling apart. Yes. If you're those kind of people. Right. By you spending time with your kids and not, not with your spouse is that potential for a breakup of marriage. And we've got to say, no, it's not. We've got to say we're going to love and care for in Christ all members of the family. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's really a, it really takes faith because you know Michael's already seen 
uh, one day someone he loved walk away. But this approach that we're talking about will make the marriage even stronger. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Thank you, Lisa, my darling. Um, you know, Don, I'll tell you that in Lisa and I's marriage, um, she and I have spent time with our children alone. And when Lisa takes off with her kids, you just sometimes, because I'm Michael, I had a wife walk away. And sometimes you go, oh, is, she, is this a part of, is this the beginning of leaving? But you have to have, and Lisa's really good about saying, no, I'm, we're, we're going to build a stronger marriage. And I'm good about it too when I do it with my kids. So, well, well, it's being intentional. Um, yeah, when Jenna, my wife, and I married, I'm Michael too. My wife left yeah. me, so I was very sensitive on that. And um, I mean, we had to learn this. I did all the things wrong. I emphasized the marriage over the needs of my children, and I brought two of my children into real Holocaust mostly. Yeah, because I didn't know the rules. And so when I started spending time alone with my kids, do you know what, Mosley? It felt wrong. Yeah. Here I am out here. Now I'm married. <laughs> I'm in a blending family. Don't have obligations to that family. And here I am with my kids and we go down to uh, down, down the coast and play on the beach, just my kids and me, and it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. But the results were wonderful. Yeah. And we had to come to terms with these ideas, Mosley. Not an easy, easy prospect. No, here's what, here's what my listeners, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. When your spouse uh, gets ready to go do something with his or her children by themselves, you need to say this phrase. You need to say, that's good. I love this. You yeah. go. That's good. Yes. I love this. Go. Yeah, this is good for us that you go. Yeah, this is good. This is good for us. Yeah, this is good. And this is good for our whole family. And when um, you go... And take your kids and, you know, go to the beach or go to Tahoe or whatever you're going to do. Uh, you can even go further than that. <laughs> but you need to say this is good for our, for our family and our marriage. Now, I got to tell you something, Mosley. The word on the street is in all the radio shows, in all the counseling sessions, in all the pulpit ministries, they're going to emphasize that marriage. Yeah, they are. And they're going to say, you know, what you need to do is, you know, put priority in marriage. Yeah. And, and I mean, we too are saying there's a priority in marriage too, but we're, not say, we're saying not to the neglect of anybody else either. Yeah. You see, what the, when the, from the word on the street and the word from the pulpit is actually a good, a good message for a uh, first, first marriage. marriage. Yeah, family for a first marriage. That's because right. If you take your wife and go somewhere, well, the kids are maybe staying with the grandparents, but they're not worried about either one of you. I mean, being the an dad enemy. is taking out my mom. <laughs> yeah, and my, my mom is yeah taking out my, my dad. dad. <laughs> yeah, so that's not so. That's wonderful. I mean, yeah. that you know, this is me. This is who I am. I yeah. mean, I am my parents. My parents are me, and mm -hmm. we're we're all ministering to one another in love. It's a good model for a first marriage, but deadly. For the second marriage. It's paradoxical. Yeah. It is deadly. And so 
Well, it, it, it's not to say the pulpit ministers ought to stop what they're saying for the first marriage family. It's just that this this message becomes so pervasive, and and plus, Mosley, we want to add in the variable that Elaine and Michael lost their marriages, so they're sensitized to this, yeah. and they're going to bring in an emphasis on one another in the marriage. Yeah. And we want to say, go, Michael and Elaine, emphasize your marriages, but don't de-emphasize your other responsibilities. What God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Yeah, and that is normally a marriage scripture, but also for your children. God has joined you together with your biological children. Yes. And you know, I, I have to believe, Don, that it's very hard for someone who's not been through a divorce to get this and preach it correctly. Um, that's, you know, because most of the preaching world is not divorced. Um, right. It's very difficult. They don't understand. No, they don't. And they're trying to do the right thing, but they haven't been there. They haven't walked a mile in these bloody shoes, and uh, they just don't know. So anyway, I am glad for the fact that we... Um, can have bring this message. You know, the divorce was terrible, but now we have a message of hope and healing. Now, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back with our final wrap-up. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosey Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the needs of single parents step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, Call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, darling. You know, Don, this is such an important concept because it's really, the people who really have trouble here uh, are the very deep, sincere Christians who want to do the right thing and emphasize that marriage, and yet they're going to drive the car right off the cliff by emphasizing that marriage so much that the bio children get neglected. It is so frequent, Mosley, in all the conferences pervasive throughout the marriages is this overemphasis. And it's an overemphasis based on past failure. And what we want to do is not live our life on past failure, yeah. but on the principles that are true yes. and right. Because that marriage, it will either be destroyed or suffer if the children are unhappy and view the new spouse as an enemy. Absolutely. That is so difficult. Well, we pray, Don and I pray, that what you've heard here today will help you live a life of real Christianity. 
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 